Once upon a time, there was a lovely podcast, but they had an enchantment upon them of a fearful sort, which could only be broken by having a guest on the podcast. They were locked away in a convention guarded by terrible weeaboos. Many brave fans had attempted to listen to this amazing podcast, but none have prevailed. So they waited in their recording booth, kept in the highest room of the tallest tower for their true guest and the true guest's first appearance. Like that's ever gonna happen. What a load of shit. Welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon. We have a very special guest on our podcast this episode. We have the usual sort of goons here, but we also have uh, Mr. Sean. Sean, please go ahead and introduce yourself to the folks at home. So, do I need to, like, kiss somebody to break this curse? No, you just need to, you just mean, need to appear. If you want to. <laughs> like my wife is in the other room wondering what the fuck is going on in there imagine having I think a wife the, i think you're the first married person to be on this podcast how does it feel oh uh, i mean otherwise my life is falling apart but i got one bright shining spot there <laughs> wait sergio did you what, what, were you about to say that somebody else has been married before yeah uh ben from the gorge podcast he has a wife Oh well, oh. sorry. You're you're only you're Second. only shining. You're, you're only shining. Award has been taken away from you by Sergio. It's all right. It's more of a personal metal. thing. <laughs> so, tell us about yourself, Sean. Uh, yeah, I'm Sean. I go by Weeaboo Welch on the internet. I've and I met these guys doing anime panels, and I've been doing them since 2015. I do mostly. Shrekology, the science and history of Shrek, and another one called Anime Physics. I'm hoping to make more soon, though. Um, in my normal life, I am currently studying physics, and I'm doing research in theoretical quantum mechanics, trying to figure out the states of qubits or some shit. Oh my god! Oh, we, have, we have three scientists in this in this recording, and they're all nerds. Oh man, <laughs> kind of. We got some you know, same Venn diagram, right? Yeah, we got some yeah. BDE yeah. in this chat right now. So, so before we start talking about physics and uh, and, and conventions, can I just ask? Can you explain what Shrekology actually is? Because once again, we <laughs> did in fact miss the panel um, because <laughs> because we just can't we just can't catch a break on getting to see Shrekology. Without anything getting in the way. Yeah, that's fair. That's, um, gosh, I don't know if I would have gone to see it myself. I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> we, we, but... we walked in as it was ending and you played <laughs> you played the fucking um, I'm a believer. Yeah, I, I yeah, also want to ask. Yeah. Because we, we came in at the end. And I don't know if this was a joke or if this was serious or not. Did Princeton actually fund you to do research on track? <laughs> <laughs> no 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 it's a running joke that uh we initially went to Princeton were disbarred after coming out with our uh findings that shrek uh. is real <laughs> so it um nice gosh me and my buddy we started doing it in like 2015 there was a now defunct anime convention called falcon that was at 
oh god, Bowling Green's Firelin, which is in like fucking rural Ohio, right? I know, I know where that is. Aha, uh-huh, I'm from Ohio. <laughs> were. Yeah, no, it's, well, uh, it's a fun time. Not were. I'm still from Ohio. I just live in Florida, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, we planned on doing it with more people, and they didn't show up. So it was just me and him. And I remember as we were getting set up, I saw it in my initial, like, all I had to do was read out the green tech stories. But I told him before we did that, I told him, hey, I'm going to get people to act this out. And he said, he looked me in the eye and he said, Sean, don't do that. And then I did it anyways. And now we've been doing it <laughs> since then. But it, uh, it started out with like Shrek is love, Shrek is life. And then kind of evolved from there into uh-huh. we are scientists and Shrek is this real living being upon our world. <laughs> and it is a government conspiracy to keep him hidden. That's great. That's actually amazing. That's based. That's I, mean, on time. I like how we've been like thinking, oh man, we need to make panels that are about stuff we can actually talk about. And Sean's out here just like, yeah, no, this is just a bit for an hour. Yeah, we're conspiracy yeah. posting about Shrek. <laughs> oh, My I think source I submitted is that one I made it for, the fuck uh, up. <laughs> I mean, hey, at least we don't portray that we're giving out actual facts. I think I except for the except Suricon. What was that? Except for the Princeton sponsorship. Yeah, that's <laughs> no. I think uh, I, I mean, submitted one more. Princeton. Matt Suricon called crypto memeology, and I don't really know what that's going to be. A crypto Uh-oh. meme. I, that's great. I hear the word crypto and I'm already tuning out. Is that crypto like cryptid or crypto like cryptocurrency? Like cryptid. Okay, okay I'm tuning back in. <laughs> yeah, I want to learn about the Jersey Devil and like, you know, the Wendigos and just like, you know, Shrek, like all the all the most popular cryptos that are out there. Well, crypto bros. I just want to talk about why the B from B movies real. <laughs> bees don't Dude. exist i mean yeah i can go right outside and talk to a bee right now <laughs> they're, they're not real the, the bee from the bee movie is real and it's jerry seinfeld and it's grooming minors i don't know about that one i i just thought that bees were like you know how people are like birds are the government cameras no no it's bees think about it the bees were going endangered and people rushed to save the bees. It was That's all a ridiculous because people kill bees all the time. Yeah. They would be so much to, uh, we, we subconsciously know. I'd be down you, to spread the rumor that Jerry Seinfeld likes to dress up in a bee costume and groom minors. <laughs> I'd be down to start that right here. Yeah, it's official. Anyway. I'm, we, are, we are not getting sued for libel. Uh, I plead the fifth. This is a question for you, Sean, that also is an idea that I have that you've given me an idea where I do a gaslighting panel on flat earth. That's just me standing on the table and calling everybody a globe tard and getting all of their freaking being like, no, you're all wrong. The earth is flat. And I have to ask you, as a physics major, have you ever interacted with someone who believed in the flat earth? And what is your thoughts on flat earthers? <laughs> That'd be well, a fun be idea for a panel. It's uh I don't know much about flat earth stuff that I try to like actively avoid learning too much about it just because it's Matt, so stupid. Matt loves actively going I'm out of his way to argue with them on Reddit. 
I've yeah, discovered so their subreddit where they're unironically talking about Flat Earth. And my goal is to completely disorient them by first proving them emphatically wrong about the most basic shit imaginable. One of them didn't know what an altimeter of an airplane was. He was like... <laughs> Do you mean you can sense the ground in a plane? <laughs> and I was like, it senses the air. I have a I have a panel pitch for you, Sean. Well, I I think that a flat Earth idea is a good one. There, you could yeah. just bring up all the experiments that flat Earthers have done that have proven them wrong, and then just like go into the results and be like, "Well, this proves this." Unfortunately, well, the experiment was flawed. I, I was gonna say, is- I was gonna say, you should do a panel where it's like, like, use, using facts from anime to prove whether or not an anime world is flat or round. When they fly in Dragon Ball, like the their flying path is a curve, so obviously their their planet has to be curved, but like. Have we ever, have we ever, in an episode of One Piece, have we ever seen a ship go over the horizon? No, (laughs) actually, actually, in One Piece, the the very orientation, (laughs) the orientation of the Grand Line is based on a curved globe. No, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, sure, globe guard. (laughs) But yeah, that's my pitch. That's my pitch for a panel for you. For my flat earth panel idea, I'm just go through my that. Reddit history for like t- 10 hours and find the best comments. That'll be the <laughs> easiest way to do it. <laughs> I just think like I think it'd be funny, like I like I have undeniable proof that the world of Yu-Gi-Oh! is flat. How can you prove that Yu-Gi-Oh! is flat? I don't there know, but I'm sure there's something. There's the issue there, surely. Jake, the issue there is that there's plenty of scenes in Yu-Gi-Oh where they fly places and you actually get to like see the horizon. So like, um, Scott, stop disproving me. There's got to be some <laughs> series that we can undeniably prove that the like Soul Eater or um, anything like that. I could believe that I think has a flat Earth. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's I, just I like. Think uh, <laughs> It could be like a thing, like uh, they're just in the air flying, and you look at the horizon, like that's not a curve. Therefore, a curve, they live in a yeah. flat Earth. You just got to find know. one. Even, uh, even like, if it is a curve, how do you know it's not a fisheye lens effect? Oh my god, <laughs> that's what I have been no. saying. No, <laughs> I hate the fisheye lens argument that flat Earth is giving. I love, I love the fisheye lens argument. It's the <laughs> most unbelievably stupid fucking thing I have ever heard. No. So get this, right? I used yeah, to, uh, yeah. before I started in university, probably last year, I was working at a place that manufactured cardboard tubes in good old Toledo, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And sure. while there, there were they, the, the guy who was running the plant knew that I was into this sort of stuff. So when they had an electrician come in and fix a machine, he asked me to assist him. So I was talking to this electrician guy, and he was being real sly about it. Like, he's learned I'm going to school for physics, and he's talking about how sometimes science isn't right. And he's like, I'm like <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's fair. They make mistakes sometimes. And I was agreeing with him. And he probably talked to me for about 20 minutes about this before even bringing up the word young earther. 
young oh, no. earther. What is, it? What is a young uh, earther? Uh, young earth it's is the uh, six thousand year old uh, people. It, yeah. It's creationism essentially. They believe that dragons are dinosaurs. Like it's crazy, and I, I'd be so based. Honestly, I'd be down for that. <laughs> well, yeah, this is, uh, I, um, this is the Velociraptor. Well, you a young a, earther then? I'm gonna flex a little bit of historical <laughs> knowledge here. Uh, dragons were real. People knew what they were. They're called alligators and crocodiles. Did you know that it's against the law to shoot an alligator if it's eating your pet? What? I found that out. I googled it when I was moving to Florida in case I needed to buy a gun to protect my animals, and I'm not allowed well, to. You can't. Damn, that's are endangered. Are they protected animals there? What they're, the yeah, fuck? they're protected. What? Damn. You know what else is protected? Oh no, it's the python that's not native to the area. The alligators are native, though. Oh no, are the alligators native? I don't think they are. Are they? I don't. I don't know. They, they are native, native to Florida. Florida. They are native to Florida. Okay, so it's they the python. All I know is the New York sewer system. All I know is that I live in a third world country. You know what is protected though? What, the, uh, what is protected? The the government conspiracy is of you know Shrek first of all, but. I don't think people are paying much attention to the uh, to the four mutant turtles that are dwelling underneath New York right now. I think we need to talk about those guys too. Oh, yeah. uh, I think it's a little ridiculous. They showed up in the '80s, dude. They've just been fucking since then. There's probably more than four now. Oh no! Oh, true. There's like a woman turtle in the in the IDW comics. So they're oh, definitely God, there's hundreds of them by now. Oh yeah, they're cloning. They're cloning, all right. Yeah, like, like, how, how many eggs do a do a turtle lay when they when they like a sea turtle? It's a, it's a decent. What breed of turtle are the Ninja Turtles? Uh, they're definitely pet turtles. Uh, I don't. Are they painted know. turtles? I'm gonna assume they're painted. At least Raph would probably be it. Like, I don't know. They're all different. Every two to three years. They're all different. They're all different. They're all different. It's looking like at least several dozen. In the original, uh, they were red-eared sliders. Mm. Oh. Okay. Do you want to hear my Ninja Turtle fact that's going to blow everybody's minds away? Yeah, dude. In the original Ninja Turtle comic, the origin of the Ninja Turtles is uh, based exactly off the origin of Matt Murdock uh, in the first Daredevil issue. It's the same truck. It's the same (laughs) truck and same accident that blinds a boy, saving an old man from getting hit, and then it leaks into the sewer and mutates four turtles that are abandoned. Damn. Isn't that the most interesting thing you've ever heard? Well, you also have the hand and the foot. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the uh, foot sells feet pics? No. Oh, definitely. Uh, all, all the Foot Clan members are, if I remember correctly, are cyborgs. Or like yeah, they, they, sell, yeah, they, they sell the feet. They I don't the judge. They cut off and they sell them. I just like to point out. I just I just thought of a really good way of uh, uh, gaslighting flat earthers into being stupid. <laughs> yeah. If Mount, if Mount Everest tell. is tall enough. Well, Mount Everest is tall enough to see if there's a curve, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. obviously, Big Globe is protecting Mount Everest's peak from people ever getting to it. So, <laughs> with no gravity, because there's no gravity in the flat Earth model, Gra- gravity doesn't exist in the flat Earth model. Obviously, Gra- obviously, well, we need to teach Scott about universal acceleration. What? 
Okay. In, oh, a bit, okay. in a bit, in a bit, in a bit. Hold on. Oh, yeah, when I finish, no. I'll teach about acceleration. All right, all right. So there's no gravity, right? That means that logically, there cannot possibly be air pressure that lessens as you go up Mount Everest, right? Otherwise, okay. if air could just expand freely everywhere, then it would just all fall off of the flat Earth, which means there is no vacuum. Space is fake. There's air everywhere. So all you have to do is just walk right up Mount Everest and you'll uh and, and you'll be fine. You don't need any breathing apparatuses. That's all fake news. Uh they're they're lying. Big Globe is lying. They just shoot you if you get to the top. Well, I'd like to see some <laughs> flat earthers try it out. Yes, yeah. I would love to see them try it. Anyway, Sergio, team, let's teach Sean about universal uh, acceleration. I was about to say global acceleration, but that's that's a no-no word. Yeah, why oh, would no. you say the G word? I'm ready to learn this this episode. All right, so universal acceleration is... Uh, so we go to the Flat Earth Wiki. This is how they describe how gravity uh, exists. <laughs> yeah, because their, obvious, this is obviously... Yeah, so so obviously gravity cannot exist on a flat earth model it destroys all of their theories so what they believe is that the the, the plates the disc the flat earth is accelerating upwards at 9.8 meters per second and when you toss something up in the air <laughs> the reason why it falls is that the earth is just taking that 9.8 meters per second to catch up to it now it says this literally on the uh the, the page. Now, you may be thinking, but wait, doesn't that mean that the Earth would eventually speed up to the speed of light, which is impossible because no mass can hit the <laughs> speed of light? Well, you're right. That is correct. And then they proceed to give, like, some bullshit on why it will only, like, hit up to, like, the 99.60 of the speed of light or something like that. Yes, and of course, of course, they also ignore all concepts of relativity and what being of a speed of light would cause to happen but you know you know it's fine and also that's way too advanced for them Matt. Fucking god knows what's accelerating it god knows what's doing that it's it's just an observed phenomena and also <laughs> don't ask why we aren't also accelerating upwards at 9.8 meters per second i like how <laughs> they just have astronomy as a pseudoscience that makes me happy Oh yeah, Man. oh yeah, they do say that. So we we've had a healthy discussion about conspiracies because of Shrekology, but why don't you uh why don't you share a little bit of your history with like anime conventions? What was your first anime convention? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm reading the Flat Earth Wiki about why <laughs> relativity's wrong. Give me a second. I, I can't feel like, like that. <laughs> Take your time. No, it's uh, only on So You Think You Can Fan and we go on tangents about random dumb bullshit. And I'm then we know. finally, we, we somehow circle back and then we go back onto another tangent of the same thing that we discussed before. Listen, I love yeah, I, I remember bullshit. learning about um, relativity and shit like that. And that was so fun to learn. For you for you guys who don't know about um, relativity and, and the speed of light and stuff, um, I, I don't have time to fully explain exactly I'm what back. it is. But basically, I, I had to throw my dog out a window. Damn. Okay. Basically, when you get up to um, really, really, really high <laughs> speeds, like notable fractions of the speed of light, uh, Newton's equation of motion six just, is when it starts showing up. Yeah, zero point six. When you get really fast, Newton's equations of motion uh, they 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 get a little footnote in the top right that says must apply factor 
you'll see that you'll see that in your HUD pop up, and uh, you have to apply a very big what looks like a, a big formula to correct for the speed of speed of light that you're going because it's um I can't remember there's a there's a big square root there's a big fraction I can't remember what the the, the, so details the of Lorenz are. factor yeah the Lorenz factor and um yeah what you, I find you, you, what you I can just ask Sean he'll probably know <laughs> yes yes but uh, you literally just apply <laughs> a multiple in the equation and it still works and I find I find that fascinating that his equations still function if you just basically put a correction factor in front of it but um. It tends to be a, a pretty massive correction factor when you get up to the, the speed of light. Yeah. It's interesting stuff, relativity. I like it a lot, personally. I think it's, it's a, uh, probably one of the most bullshitty things that physics can do outside of the entirety of quantum mechanics. Sean, what's like, your favorite law of physics? Oh, relativity. <laughs> relativity is my favorite. Like, it is just such... like. I, there's a book that Einstein wrote when he came out with the theory of relativity that he talks in that about his process in finding out because he based it all entirely off the idea that there is the speed of light and nothing can move faster than it. Back then, the physicists used to call it, they used to equate for that as a thing called the aether, but experiments Damn. to determine the aether were found to be, they weren't working the way that the uh, theorists thought they would, so... Einstein looked at the speed of light and he saw that the speed of light was a constant no matter what. Because, you know, like, uh, say if you take a ball and you throw it, right? You Say if you're running and you throw a ball, the ball will be moving with the speed that you are running with plus the speed at which you throw it, right? Yeah. So then if, you if you're running and you shoot a beam of light out of your hand, how fast is that light moving? Is it moving no, with the speed light. of you running? Yeah. It, that's the thing is it doesn't move with the speed of you running plus the speed of light. It moves at the speed of light, which is then considered it, it's constant. And from that, Einstein was able to base all of that dumb, dumb bullshit about like fucking time dilation, infinite mass. It's fun. I like to imagine yeah. that Einstein was, had like a flashlight and he was like running and he was like, wait a second. What I really <laughs> find just wonderful about him discovering that is it's basically the modern, um, equivalent of determining the size of the earth with fucking shadows because you have it, you have no idea how to actually fully comprehend all of this but we can still observe things and guess what it must be by a process of elimination and um i'm not sure you guys know this uh, i'm sure sean does though um to test they, they had to test einstein's theories very 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 rigorously and they actually had to wait for an eclipse to happen to test um, the theory of light bending around objects, that was that was related to some of this stuff, and um, they had to watch as the uh, moon would pass in front of the sun, I believe, or something something went behind the sun. I can't remember what, but something related to the light of the sun, and the sun would stay longer. The light would stay around longer than it logically should have, based on how fast the object was moving, and it reappeared faster than it should have and that proved beyond a reasonable doubt that somehow the light was just curving around the object i think it was i think it was the sun sun getting eclipsed by the uh, by the moon and it would just appear faster than it should have and it stayed around longer than it should have and of course that's also related to the event horizons of black holes which i cool thing about that it was a movie that first simulated a black hole with um 
real math, I think. Really? Yeah, That's I know for um, cool. I can't remember the movie, but the they really wanted to make the black hole look oh, super, super Matt. real and super cool. Yeah. Interstellar. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. It's, it was Interstellar. And oh, their, Interstellar their would do that. Yes. And their mathematical simulations were so accurate. And they, they got in scientists to come do it. And the scientists got access to this really powerful hardware. And they were like, fuck. This is like real. This is, this is the model. I'm and just so thinking it, about it became, Matthew McConaughey yelling Murph. 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 Mm. I think um, my favorite way that they helped to prove some of relativity was they uh, got two nuclear clocks and they synced them up so they're perfectly in line, stuck one of them in a jet plane, flew around the world several times, and the clock was lagging behind in what the expected amount was, proving that time dilation happens. But um, you asked me about conventions, yes? Yeah, well... Let's talk about your history of conventions. How <laughs> old were you at your first convention? Oh, and 18. where was it? 18? It was a Falcon, actually. You were 18 seven years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 2014. I mean, I'm 26 now, so. Uh. But, yeah, it was at Falcon, the con that I did the first Shrek panel at. Was that was my first anime convention? Honestly, I'd liked anime like uh, as a fan up until then, so it was just nice to go to one of those things. Yeah. What did you grow up watching? Ooh, uh, I mean, Toonami, of course. Based. First one I actually sat down to watch. I remember the first two. The first one was Full Metal Alchemist. Based. The original series. Hello, base department. And the second was Fruits Basket. No, that's a very that's based. a very interesting combination. <laughs> yeah, made no sense to me after the fact. But I was like a kind of gay little theater kid back then. So, <laughs> oh, so like Jake? Yeah, I've, never yeah. seen, I've never seen Fruit Basket. Highly recommended. It. It's actually very good. <laughs> Have you seen the I new one? I've seen like the first two seasons. I haven't finished it yet, though. Oh, okay. I've been watching uh, your boy Kong Ming recently. Nice. What is that? That's pretty good. It's like uh, you know, the <laughs> ancient Chinese advisor Kong Ming. Uh-huh. He uh gets transported to modern day Japan where he has to help a uh, <laughs> help a singer become famous. Oh, of course. That's that's crazy. That's crazy it's, that they made that. It's popular. Oh, yeah, like, it's that. good. I mean, as long as it's good. I don't right? doubt like, it. I just think that's a really funny concept. This is anime, yeah. like Isekais and reverse isekais are the norm. It's not. It's, That's true. It's so norm that even like Disney does it so much that I'm sick of it. Yeah. Even one of my no. favorite shows of all time is an isekai. What is it? Fortnite. Wait, Konosuba? No, uh, Infinity Train. Infinity Train. It's, it's, a, it's, oh. a it's a Disney thing. It's not a Disney thing. HBO, it's on HBO. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, I thought it was Disney. It's metal as fuck. There's no way that Disney would do that. I've heard good things about it. I've never seen it, but it's been on my list. It's well worth it. I would say at least watch the first season. It is very, very great. Yeah. I believe it was uh, before they announced the third season. It was all free on Cartoon Network's website. So big fan. 
for context for for us, um, our yeah, first what's, uh, anime what's your convention. favorite anime? Oh yeah, we got it. Oh yeah, first my favorite anime. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Actually, of, yeah, I gotta think on mine too. Yo. You always I can't have that question locked and I, loaded. I can't actually answer One Piece, even though I love One Piece, because I've never watched One Piece. I've only read One Piece. I th- think that my answer would probably end up being Evangelion, but that's because I I was in that I was in that funk that's like it was perfectly kind of tailored the, to the exactly what I needed. Funk? Yeah, I, I get you know, that. The, I think they call it depression. But yeah, I, I get was, that so much. Uh, my that was answer. The one and uh just i don't know any anime from the 80s i like the i like cell animated stuff my yeah. answer is hajime no ipo hajime no ipo is so hajime no ipo is so good it's, it's so, so funny i've never seen that one You've never seen hajime no ipo do you like no. boxing i love sports anime that's do the you issue. love it it's... when a man grabs another man's penis <laughs> I think that's called the yelling man. Uh, Wait, there's junking in Hajime no Ipo? <laughs> yes! <laughs> so, mm, what's <laughs> joking? No! <laughs> <laughs> You've just unleashed Pandora's box on. No. So <laughs> be it. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Now tell me what this is. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, you have to let Jake, Jake do the honors. Jake has to do it. I thought I asked you if you knew what jelking was at the convention, Sean. <laughs> you never told me what it was. You just asked oh, me. And oh, then jelking? I brought up, uh, gosh, you, you, Jankum. Uh, Jankum. Which, which, after I tell you about jelking, you get to tell these guys about Jankum. Because I'm certain uh, that nobody knows what Jankum is besides me. Jankum's fun. Okay, so jelking is a, is, is a, 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 per the incel wiki. A, uh, a, a dick growing technique, where basically, um, you know how you know you know you're a, you're a physicist. You know elasticity. Yeah, of course. Um, you know how if you stretch something too far, um, it permanently en- elongates. Oh no. <laughs> so so apply that to the to the male genitalia. Yeah. So basically, you just you you get a you get a half chub. And you just start yanking. You start you start pushing and pulling, and and you just you just do it for a prolonged period until you get bigger. I'm sure so that's you, how that works. Uh, yeah, totally. How well, totally, one hundred percent. How penises work. I've, I've been waiting for this to come up on the podcast so I can explain it. Uh, would you like to hear the science behind that? Because I studied steel design. You studied jelking? <laughs> yes, please. Matt, you're a jelkologist? Why didn't you share jelkologist. that you were a jelkologist? I studied the jelking of structures. Yeah, Matt's Meta, an architectural engineer for context. <clears throat> yes. Ooh, Mr. Big Brain over here. <laughs> so you, So you, there's two things that play into this. There's something called stress and there's something called strain. Stress is the force you're applying to something. Strain is how much you're elongating it. And there's this thing called the stress-strain diagram with the force you're exerting, the stress, as the y-axis and the length (laughs) you've deformed it on the x-axis, okay? Now, if you have steel or anything in existence that you put load on, you're pushing on it, Really heavily. <laughs> Load. 
it will deform a little bit at the minimum. It depends on if something is uh, either brittle, which is like concrete and glass. Oh, this dick ain't brittle. Yes. (laughs) Or ductile, which is something that is more bendable. (laughs) Now, we use steel very often because it's a nice ductile material, but it's also uh, pretty rigid for the most part. And steel has a stress-strain diagram that kind of looks like a rainbow if you chopped off uh, the last third of the rainbow. So it goes up, it gets past the crest, and then it comes back down. And then it okay. ruptures. That's the critical point. Now, at certain points on the stress-strain diagram, you will enter... Uh, a point where you stop applying more force and you just keep stretching it. You just keep stretching and you don't keep applying more force. You can apply the same level of force and it will just keep stretching. Now, when you've done that, when you go past that point, you have permanently deformed whatever it is you're working with. So if you have like a little paper clip or something and you put a little force on it and it bends a little and then you stop and then it right if it goes right back, then you've not gone past the critical point. If you bend it completely and it stays that way, you've gone past the critical point for sure. All right. The sad thing is the dick heals itself. And so that doesn't work. So there's no stress strain diagram for a dick is what you're telling me. If there was... Um, it would be very painful to traverse. I mean, we could find some incels who are all doing sure. it to themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah. have to. We have to put out a Craigslist ad. And we can. All get we have to do is uh, basically all we need is we need one, you know, hot mama girl, as they say, or a waifu, as the weeaboos would call it, in in a bikini to go to Colossal Con. And then whoever just so happens to stalk them is the one that we go and test this on. <laughs> oh, like the guy who got arrested Before during we... the, the dog poison panel. Yeah, somebody was... got arrested. I don't Wait, know if you what? heard about this. No. Um, we were Uh-oh. walking past um, to go to, I think it was to go to one of our panels. We were walking past um, events seven. Oh, no, I, I, I think it was, it was the Sean's seven. panel, actually. Or maybe it was our panel. I can't remember. It was no, no, because it was no. at night. It was at night. It was we Borderlines, had... actually. It was a Borderline it was, it was panel bo- one. Borderline panels is a game show. Late, or yeah, late night anime trivia. Okay, but, um, and someone got arrested? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah we're walking past. You know, the, it was it's by the tabletop room where the, uh, the big concession stand By is. the arcade, actually, would be a better... Cause it was, like, <laughs> the concession right next stand door. is way bigger than yeah. the arcade. Um, suck me. Uh, so we're walking past the concession stand and the arcade for Michael, um, and we see like three sheriff's department, and then someone point, and then they cut, and then they went in, and then they came out with somebody, <laughs> and then there was like a like a like a security guard or two, and they they all went into a back room, over by like the bathrooms, oh my God. and they didn't come out, and so I was just like, did this guy get arrested? What happened? I don't know. He was in a panel. He was in a panel. It was the um, uh, what dog poison? Shout out! Shout out! Yeah. Dog poison. Yeah, yeah that's the guy. Who he's a panelist. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it's just like they went in. They or they grabbed somebody and they disappeared. And I was like, I want to know. We we didn't yeah. figure out what happened, but you know, I want to know what happened because that's crazy. 
someone was grabbed and removed from the premises. My guess is someone was probably just like vaping. Probably. probably something really mundane like vaping in a fucking <laughs> panel and then getting reported. Um, funny story about that. It's probably more extreme because I had a buddy at right in front of panels one as he was talking to me and another friend just light up a cigarette in like uh. <laughs> the middle of the afternoon. That's funny. <laughs> and I'm just, yeah, he just lights it up and I'm just looking at him like yelling. I'm like, hey, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You fucking nincompoop. Put that out. It's inside. And he's just. He's just looking at me and he's repeating over and over. Sean, I don't understand the rules, Sean. I don't understand the rules. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? He was wasted, right? Are there any are there any states in America that allow indoor smoking in 2022? Probably somewhere down south. Well, there's the so is, many like down here, so. I've noticed moving down. There's a lot of signs that are saying like Florida is a non-indoor smoking compliant state, which makes me wonder, are there any states around me that aren't? Like, am I am I am I gonna go light up a cigarette at a fucking Denny's in Georgia? So it, it it's kind of context sensitive. This is also something I know about because surprisingly, as an HVAC engineer, I have to deal with people smoking in my fucking buildings. That's fair um, enough. There's there are states that enact bans on them in inside workplaces, so that they just don't have to fucking worry about it at all. Um. Let me just look. Oh, that's 29 states. So as of 2019, uh, as of 2018, 29 states have enacted full bans on smoking in all enclosed workplaces, including all bars and restaurants. And uh, Florida. Where are the 21 states who aren't? uh, Let's see here. Let's see. You can smoke inside in 21 states. Yeah, that's the crazy part to me. It's fucking Uh, ludicrous, man. Oh yeah, and in um the sixty most populated cities, uh, they've also included a ban for all bars and restaurants for no smoking. Uh, the exception t- to those are Miami, Oklahoma City, <laughs> it would Oklahoma, be Miami, Oklahoma, Tampa, Tulsa, Virginia, Be- Virginia Beach, Jacksonville, Memphis, Nashville, that makes and sense for Tulsa. That's not the Las worst thing. Vegas. That's not the worst thing to happen in Tulsa. Todd yeah. be lighting it up. <laughs> God damn it, Todd. Uh, yeah, there's only 12 states that have no bans whatsoever. Anyways, the states are Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi, Missouri, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Texas, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. It would be Texas. I, I said it was going to be down south. Yeah, yeah I'm not be, surprised by any of those. I would be quite surprised if you sense. could find a building that would allow just open indoor smoking literally anywhere because a bar that, yeah it's it's really expensive to allow it inside of a building because you, you may be surprised to find out smoking leaves a lot of residue in your ducts yes and everybody that's else true it. It sucks yeah. <laughs> so it's also just a massive liability in also cool cool yeah. beans you get cancer <laughs> faster than the smoker gets cancer if you live with a smoker really <laughs> Yep. Good to know. Yep. Well, smoke I'm, residue. I'm gonna get cancer, boys. Will kill you. Same. Glad my mom smoked during the majority of my childhood. Yeah. Ouch. My so, dad did. So we're in the same boat. Hell to, yeah. We can go to the same cancer center. We can hold hands. Ooh. <laughs> can we kiss. We do. We can watch first guys <laughs> get together. <laughs> so to loop back around to the mm-hmm. to the conventions. Yeah. Um, What's your guys' favorite to- anime? 
Wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Hajime no see, Ippo for me because it's a boxing anime and it's really good uh, and it's really uh, funny. There's a, lot of, watched it. there's a lot of penises in it. Have you seen Megalobox? <laughs> I have not. I, it's I was very good. Checking it out. It is cool. It uh, looks and, um, cool. Season two is better uh, than season one, but season one's great. Yeah, yeah season two is weird, wasn't it, right? Yeah. It's good, I'm, though. I'm looking forward to trying to watch it. I'll definitely so, look into it. Um, yeah. I wanted to loop back around and actually ask, because um, well, it sounds like the, the the first Shrek panel was, like, just reading funny green texts, right? Like, yeah. Just, it's just a, so, what... What was what made you decide to change it up to be about Shrek being a cryptid? Like, what's the backstory? <laughs> what's the lore? Um, honestly, I don't know. It was just one of those things where we start where you know you come up with the premise first, and then everything else just kind of starts fitting in pretty good. Like, uh, if you call the before the Shrek movies, you can split up the timeline into two things, right? Before mm-hmm. the Shrek movies and after the Shrek movies, like when they were released in 2001. Uh, you call the right. before the Shrek movies BS and the after the Shrek movies AS. Kind of, uh, I honestly don't know what the idea was there, though, or why we even came up with the idea. It just kind of happened. Because like, I feel like there's quite a bit of like evolution to go from just reading 4chan green texts to talking about a big green ogre yeah. as if he was real, which he is. So, like, you know, it, it just kind of baffles me that that is just like it, it just kind of came about like there was no like inspiration, no, no kind of like 3 a.m. thought of just, oh, yeah, what if uh, what if we just talk about Shrek like he was a cryptid? It's divine inspiration, divine from Shrek. Oh yeah, of course, of uh, course. You'll have to give me a second. My my headphones are Bluetooth and they just died, so I can't hear anything. Okay. Everybody, start talking shit right now. Shit! 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 Yeah. See, this is a good bit. This is a good bit. Nothing goes wrong with this. Yeah, we're very we're very funny. Yeah. We're hilarious, actually. So, Matt, how was your day? It was pretty good. Doing anything fun? Uh, doing something fun right now. You uh, you excited for Final Fantasy VII two too? Yes. I didn't see anything of it because I didn't watch the uh, the thing. They're before. remaking Crisis Core. Nice. And it's going to be on Steam hear. and not Epic Game Store. You can hear. Based. Yo, welcome we didn't back. Miss anything. Um, we were, yeah, just, we're just talking shit. Yeah, That's we were talking shit. That's we were discussing the new, the new Final Fantasy VII stuff. Oh, I haven't actually That's seen any of that. Is it good? Does it look good? Um, yeah, they're making, there? they're making part two of Remake um, called Re... Something. Birth. Rebirth. And then they're making a... Uh, Crisis Core remake. Ooh. So that's was cool. Crisis Core for the PSP. It yep. was. I played that play, game originally. You play a Zach with the black yeah. hair. And yeah, he says black haired cloud. He says me, Gonganga. Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, um, well, I had I had a, I had another con question for uh, Sean. 
Uh, and also, yeah. I, I I can say my favorite anime because nobody got back around to me to answer that. Yeah, uh, my Michael favorite trying anime to skip is everybody else. My favorite anime is Gunsword. It's this thirteen episode mech anime that nobody has ever heard of, but the uh, main character Vaughn and his mech, which I don't actually remember the name of, is in the new Super Robot Wars, and he has been in Super Robot Wars for quite some time. So I feel validated now that there's a Super Robot Wars on Steam, uh, but. My question to you is, <clears throat> at any of your panels, have you ever had a, um, uh, a, what's the best word to describe it? A, ch- <laughs> a chud? A chud. A <laughs> uh, somebody who just, like, disrupted things by I- either asking, like, really dumb questions or shouting things out uh, or trying to get into an argument with you? Like, I had one. I don't know if you watched our recap episode, but I dubbed him Sacrum Boy. Uh, yeah. he was a guy, <laughs> my, he, was, he was at our kaiju biology panel and I was at the bit where I'm talking about the, the second brain, you know, the, the hind brain and Godzilla and the myth yeah. behind it. And for, first off, he keeps, he keeps interrupting me by asking questions. I'm trying to get him to shush down and I start talking about it. He goes, what's a sacrum? And I'm like, oh, well, it's the pelvic cage, you know, where the, the legs insert and the spine goes into. He's like, so he has a brain in his butt? And I'm like, that's a gross oversimplification. But yeah, I guess. And then uh, he was like, well, why would they think, why would they just think that there was a second brain in the Stegosaurus like that? And I'm like, well, you know, it was a long time ago and all they had was bones and they were just assuming. They used to assume. And then he goes, well, you know what they say about assuming? And I don't remember what he said. I know Michael knows what he said, but I don't remember. Uh, and he then he said, like, you know what they say through. about assuming? It makes an ass out of you and I. And Sergio yeah. just goes, what, what? And then the guy repeats <laughs> it and says it a second time. And Sergio just goes, okay. <laughs> it's, tell us your chud stories. Um, I've had a few. It's my gosh, I don't really remember them specifically. There's one particularly that I remember, but I know the way I typically handle with them is either just to make fun of them or to like publicly shame them. So I think I was doing That's my anime. So funny. <laughs> Yo, it's great. It's great because like every it's obvious, right, that they're being dumb. So you just yeah. make fun of them. Like <laughs> I had somebody at my anime physics panel at OhioCon this year saying a bunch of dumb shit to me. And I just pointed him out. I'm like, hey, how old are you? And he's like, yeah, I'm 16. He's wearing a, like an Ahigo sweatshirt. I'm like, is that your dad there with you? And he's like, yes, it is. And his dad was sitting next to him. And so I just started asking his dad. I'm like, hey, I'm going to ignore him. How does it feel that your son's a degenerate? <laughs> and that's pretty good. but this one time when we we were doing our shrek panel have any of you guys ever been to anime marathon in bg no we've not i i don't think so you know I, caleb might have i know caleb, caleb has definitely been there okay because caleb will live in bg because he went to bg Oh really? That's where my yeah, uh, our, that's where my wife graduated from. Yeah, our friend Caleb, who's not on the podcast, but uh, is is our self proclaimed number one fan. Um, he went to BG. He actually went to BG at the same time that my brother did, and they worked at a uh, uh, thingy together, a TV studio, TV station there. Oh, which is it, it was it was like a small world moment because he met Sergio at a 
at a convention and then friended him on Facebook and was like, Sergio's friends with this guy I used to work with. And that guy was my brother. That's <laughs> wild. What year did yeah. you go? Know? What year, I should say? Um, Caleb, I want to say graduated 2016, around there. Okay. 2017, 20, any, anywhere from 2016 to 2018, because he's a little bit older than you. Yeah, and I he, think my uh, wife went there a little bit after that to Bowling Green. But Bowling Green's a really nice area. Honestly. That's debatable. <laughs> um, look, Bowling Green's, a, Bowling Green's a really nice area if you like the party. Absolutely. That is very true. Man, I got... Yeah. 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 It is. yeah. <laughs> this guy knows. <laughs> but, no, I had a panel there once, and it was uh, it was the Shrek panel. It was the second year we were doing it at a marathon. And, mind you, the Shrek panel used to be a lot spicier. Like... Mm. Full on made a Holocaust joke one of the first years. Whoa. Like, I think it <laughs> was a, yeah, it was spicy, but I was like 19 and edgy, right? Uh-huh. It was like, um, I think I brought up like, uh, I brought up this town in Germany that was Hitler's hometown and said they had a German onion festival each year. And at one year, Hit- Shrek came in and massacred everybody except for Hitler. <laughs> making the joke you know but the second year i was there somebody came up to me and asked me i think they were um they were at okay well after that year somebody sent in a complaint to the convention <laughs> right uh-huh. and my uh like buddy, they do yeah my buddy <laughs> is uh he runs the convention or he did at the time so he <laughs> told me about this sent it to me immediately uh-huh. <laughs> and so we're making fun of this person Next year, and it was like stuff on like uh, there were people under 18 in the crowd, which I mean, probably um, there was nobody checking IDs and stuff like that. And how the Uh topics engaged in it were not appropriate for that age range. So I'm like, okay, cool. I don't care that much, honestly. If they want to come see it, they can. Yeah. Um, But they somebody came up to me the next year and just started (laughs) asking me. Like started coming after me about because there was nobody checking IDs again. Like that's not my problem, lady. I don't know who you are. And then I think at the end of that, at the end of that panel, we actually read out the complaint letter. Uh huh. And I'm pretty sure it was her. And a bunch of people got not a bunch, but a few got up to leave at that point. But it's all right. <laughs> it's the past. <laughs> yeah. But I think uh, uh, I wouldn't say that was a heckler. Most people have been kind of nice, honestly. I don't think I don't think we've, we've had, ever gotten any complaints, have we? If we have, the only complaint I remember getting was that we were controversial. And that was from uh, oh, yeah. that wasn't really a, a complaint. That was just more stating the facts. Yeah, we, we, our <laughs> first uh, ever collab that we ever did was a uh, was a fan fiction collab, like podcast collab, where we were yeah. being interviewed. Um, and she was like, I think it's safe to say that you guys are controversial figures. Do you agree with that? And we were like, um, I don't think I've ever been called controversial in my life, but I will wear that with a badge of honor because that's really funny. Absolutely. It was just because like our original premise, like when we first started out, was just us taking bad fan fictions and reading them and then giggling about them and having a uh-huh. good time. Yeah. Like that was our whole shtick. Yeah. And uh, 
I, I think it's safe to say that we've we're, kind of we're grown slightly past more that. subtle than that now. We, yeah. we may talk about joking and dicks and penises and cocks and cum and <laughs> masturbation and, uh, and Shrek and um, Futanari with and without balls. Futanari with and without balls. But I think we're slightly more subtle uh, in, oh. our, in, in our. We have to ask Sean. Uh, Sean. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait. Sean. Yes. You prefer are you Futanari with or without nuts? Are you team balls or team no balls, Sean? I think no balls, honestly. Wow, a first no baller. How? How does it feel? How does it feel uh, to be discriminated against in the fall? Honestly, I think that there is a really good shape to a hard penis <laughs> that is lost by the ball sack. <laughs> I think the ball sack makes the makes the shape, like the, like the, rigi- the rigidity of the of the testicles. You, I here's here's my here's my uh, argument against that. Right. All right. Every time somebody draws a dick, it's always a dick and balls. Right. Yeah. That's what makes the dick and balls. It's, you know, if you draw a penis, you have to draw a dick and balls. But if you remove the balls, it's just, you know, an oval. I'm not sure an mm. oval is the best descriptor, but... Uh, I mean, th- in terms of detail. I'm talking just basic shapes, right? Like, yeah. you either get, uh, like you know... It's a mushroom. A, an, an oval, yeah. A, a mushroom with two, you know, two rocks under it. Or you get... Uh, just a straight up mushroom. Yeah, I like mushrooms. Mushrooms look good. I'm a I, big I, mushroom I, guy. If Sean won't change his mind, then I will now send him his uh, his college wear. No, <laughs> what? We, I'm we not made, changing we made, my mind. I'm too we set made, We made we made merch of of, of team, team balls, balls and team, team no balls collegiate wear. No balls. <laughs> Oh, display mature content, please. <laughs> yeah, red belt. We also have a definition of jelk shirt. Yeah, we, we have a jelking t-shirt. Oh my god. So, so you're... Oh god. Hmm. How great are these shirts? I'd say pretty good, because I bought a lot of them. I'm the guy that designs the shirts, but the shirt quality themselves, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're solid shirts, solid blend. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're they're nice and soft, and they uh, they feel good to wear. There's multiple styles, so, you know. If you wanna if you wanna switch it up a little bit, you could change the color. You know, make it make it a little bit more personal. I highly recommend <laughs> not going with white for these ones specifically. You lose a lot of the detail there. Oh, that is an issue. Oh, that yeah. is, there's the definition of joking shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got our we got our joking shirt. We got the size twelve uh, times new Roman ah. Uh-huh. You know, we got we got some we got some classics here. <laughs> I don't, man. Now, now I'm thinking back to like because we've had uh, we've had chuds before mm. at our panels. We've oh, had white, chud Ichigo. Yeah, chud Ichigo oh, and yeah. Uh, Ichigo. wasted white girl. We went to uh, we went to. Cl- was that at ColossalCon Texas? Or no, it was, was at OhioCon. So, OhioCon, yeah. yeah. We had this, we, uh, uh, we had this me, guy. Do you um, mind if I tell the story? Yeah, I guess you can tell the story, Michael. Dude, I was DMing the fucking... Alright, fuck you. So, <laughs> we we started doing this like sort of experimental improv shtick called Dungeons & Improv, where it's D&D, but uh, the audience creates the items and they also are the NPCs. For the characters and i give the people their magic items uh so the party gets to choose five magic items to use within he adventures and they swap them out and keep the you know the cycle going but the first one that we got this is this is important for the lore yeah. is uh i believe it was a pitchfork and it would give 
it would give uh, not it would not give it would remove cancer right so good for, the, <laughs> good for children of smokers so the the, the second I one yeah the second one was uh the anal prayer beads which when used would give a random orphan cancer and the last one is a uh, a random fucking orphan or rfo as we like to call it and random fucking orphans uh description was that it would do as much as child labor laws would allow so <laughs> so we obviously you know that's a that's an audience inclusion thing so we picked someone from the audience to be our orphan to out bully of, uh, and out of curiosity, what were the child labor laws in this world you had set out in? Oh no, they were just slaves. So All right. yeah, so our our slave, as we'd like to you know now refer to, uh, is Chud Ichigo. And the reason we mm-hmm. call them Chud Ichigo is that they would talk over the rest of the party and me, the DM, to go do something because they wanted to be the star of the show, right? <laughs> and the way that the, the this like little adventure ended was with uh, Sergio pulling out the anal prayer beads and using them to give RFO cancer. So <laughs> Chud Ichigo got cancer. He and uh, everyone laughed, had a good time, and then he sat down. We start the next one, uh, and we're we're about to wrap it up. And Chud Ichigo comes up to the stand where I am currently, you know operating the whole situation on and he goes hey what if rfo was like a neighbor or something and i turned to him and i said there, there's too many people up here please please go sit down i will if if anyone's coming up here i am i am the one that's going to be bringing them in yeah and he says okay and he goes sit down and we're wrapping it up and he just you know decides fuck it i'm just gonna stand up and put myself into the scene <sighs> <laughs> yeah um so how'd it go i he he better be thankful that i have a lot of patience oh man that, I, I, I also want to point out yeah. with, with him he was so bad that there, there was this like couple in the front row they left because they saw where things were going and they were like this is getting cringe we're out of here but right after because we had to do two two hour panels in a row yeah we got like what was it thirty minutes in between? It, it, it had to have been like thirty minutes or fifteen minutes in between those, right? It, it I want to say I want to say it was actually just two uh two one hour panels or no, it was a one hour and a two hour. Yeah, so I don't yeah. think Dungeons and Improv we was had, a big we one. Had, we, we had time in between, no matter what, because I want to go poop in between. Yeah, yeah. So so they leave and they come back uh to to the fanfic panel and they're like oh hey it's you guys again and i was like oh did you enjoy the improv panel i was like nah we left because that ichigo cosplayer you guys were funny so we wanted to come back and we were like yeah sorry about that he was chud ichigo i guess yeah chud ichigo i don't Gotta understand why people in those settings feel like they have a uh lack a... of social awareness yeah it's mostly yeah. that because ohio con doesn't serve alcohol at least to my knowledge because otherwise i would have been part of I mean, it, it doesn't up. serve alcohol but that doesn't mean there aren't drunk people there yeah i know but like they, you're not it's not as common as like colossal con is right so yeah uh god love love chuds love hecklers oh they're lovely like i said just either make like Gosh, it's one of those things, right? Because they are in that situation trying to pull the attention towards them. 
you yourself just have to be more of a um, attention pulling figure, and while doing that, just make fun of them. Mm-hmm. You I'm already too nice have to do that, but nah, I'm like, yeah, they're the I mean, ones we being were, rude. We were already roasting him while he was supposed to be up there <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> he was, because he was being cringe. Good. Like we, I was just actively trying to like send him off to not come back. I was like, "Go do the thing. Go get out of here. Don't come back. You're fired." Oh no, you just need to like because it's one of those like the crowd will probably agree with you, especially if they're uh-huh. being a huge dick. You just make fun of them. It's not even that he was being a dick. He wasn't like being an asshole. He was just like cringe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, another another good con question, real quick, just to just to you know pry the mind. Yeah. Uh, in your humble but accurate opinion, out of the conventions you've gone to, which one is the best? <laughs> uh, Colossal Con, Colossal Con Prime, I should say. Mm-hmm. That's Have fair. you gone to any of the others? I'm any not. No. Realistically, we to... I uh, grew up in the Sandusky area, so Colossal Con's like uh-huh. a hometown con for me. So I'm a little biased. Oh, that's fair. I mean, I'm not biased because Yomacon's my hometown and Sergio's hometown. Yeah, we got mugged at at Yomacon 2019. What? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not really mugged, mugged. It was was pressured into giving money to somebody. We're just just, just mugging with with extra steps. Yeah, it was mugging without the weaponry, you know? Uh, But... (laughs) TLDR, I'm not a super big fan of Yomacon because of the location. Because it's in fucking Detroit and it's split uh, between two different buildings. You but, should go you should go to Colossal Con Texas this year. <laughs> which one are you referring? Who are you to uh asking? Oh yeah, Sean Me? should go. Yeah, um, you should go to Colossal Con Texas. When is it? How August, August. It's probably not gonna happen. Realistically, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I can students budget. Yeah, yeah I gotta. I kind of need a job, you know. <laughs> Get one. Yeah. I'm trying my fucking hardest, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. We went to Colossal Texas last year. It was his first year doing it. It was, was it really, good? really nice. Yeah, it was it really was, small, yeah. but like not in a bad way. Like it was no. cozy. That's good. Those sorts and of also also the Kalahari was really really nice. It's new, ain't it's it? Right. Keep going. Yeah, it's brand new. It's like a brand new Kalahari. It's Ooh. super nice, super cozy, super big. Everything is better, is bigger in Texas. That's not that's not a lie. I believe it. Like, everything that they have at the Kalahari in Sandusky is bigger at the Kalahari in, in Round Rock. Hmm. Like the the fucking arcade is the size of the water park in Sandusky. Oh my to god. To quote, to quote, uh, Jake directly. Or Sergio, I forget who said it. It was me. When we were, we, yeah, we were, we were pulling up, and he turns to me and he goes, uh, the, "I'm just letting you know that this Kalahari makes the Kalahari and Sandusky look like a Great Wolf Lodge, and I've never." <laughs> Dude, it was crazy. That's a good burn. Yo, did you guys hear what happened to the Maui Sands in Sandusky? I uh, no. got the lore. Yeah, there was molding apparently. No, yeah, that was Hotel Nightmares, but you know why it's fucking condemned now? Why? The guy filed with the city that he was going to do repairs and then just skipped town. And so there was like <laughs> squatters in there for a while. That's crazy. Very fun. Uh, Sandusky. Sandusky's oh, nice. Really 
That's funny. I, I will say though, I think uh, I think we can. I think we're all pretty much in agreement that it's either Colossal Con or Ohio Con is our favorite convention. Honestly, yeah. I can agree with that entirely. I think Ohio those are Con, my two favorites. I think we're biased towards Ohio Con because we did one panel and then they they asked us if we wanted to come back as guests the next year. That is nice. Which was which was just like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest. It wasn't that for me. It was uh, and also. T- for Sergio on the record, uh, that has not been confirmed. So yeah, it's yeah, not been confirmed, um, but um, it might be. It, the The thing for me that it was like that sold me was, it's a uh, it was our first year and we were fucking lost and all we did was we just go hey where's the, uh, where can we find this thing, and the staff knew immediately where it was which, I don't know about you but cons con staff is very hit and miss. Because yeah. it's you know it's volunteer work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we love Constaff, but sometimes yeah. you ask Constaff a question and they and they act like you inconvenience them. To be able to simply just ask a simple question like "Where is this thing?" and get an answer and not have to wait like five minutes for someone else to say the same thing. Yeah. Was very nice. Not to mm. mention the uh, I will say like the 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 staff that are actually like you know running things behind the scenes, like the ones that are regulars, I would say. They were also very nice and very easy to, uh, you know, interact with. The uh, same yeah. thing for Colossal Commerce. It's like the, oh, yeah. the tech people are always the same tech people. And like the stat, like the people that are in con ops are always the same people in con ops, right? Yeah. Like they're just, they're just super easy to work with. They're not playing Hearthstone and ignoring you. Yeah. It's perfect. That uh, Hearthstone ignoring you, it sounds like there's a story there. Yeah, uh, Sergio, yes. you want to share that? Yeah, I, I also want to point... <laughs> See, I also want to say, I, lo- I love Colossal Con staff. Colossal Con staff is great, but the one lady running the Lost and Found I Lost by Laptop I knew, gave me a you, I fucking knew you were going to bring attack. this up. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring this up. This I lost crazy. my phone at Colossal Con, and she, like, she made very sure it was my phone. Yeah, it's the same thing with my laptop. What, what, like, and, yeah. she, and she was, she was being like, cause like she was making me think that she didn't have it with how like vague she was like, like, like being, like yeah. she was yeah, trying so, to so extract she, like, everything. Describes the laptop. He's like, it's a red, it's a red Corsair laptop. The red, red lights, the black. Um, the the background is this and that, and she's like, well, let me see what I can find, and then immediately pulls it out. <laughs> I mean, honestly, goes, I would rather it. be more quiet, like careful with that sort of stuff. I mean, not. yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. But it was just like stressful as fuck because we were like, oh god, yeah, yeah, like obviously you have to run in such a way that people aren't stealing people's stuff. But like, I clearly described what I was talking about, because mm-hmm. like, this was like yeah. a, two, a two to three minute uh, thing that we were going through. But Hearthstone at a uh, uh, Yomacon. So this was Yomacon. Twenty last year. Twenty twenty one. And we had this issue because uh, Kybert uh, in the call um, uh, wasn't wasn't going to show up until like not eight or nine o'clock because he he was coming in on the Amtrak, yes, and thanks, he also Amtrak. he also was leaving on the Amtrak the, the morning of. And I, I wanted to know, 
because uh, one, I needed to make sure that, that he could get his badge. And then two, I needed to make sure that he could get his reimbursement. Um, so I go, so we go to, to Conops. Um, I think he was with, well, the, he, you were with me when they were playing Hearthstone, right, Kai? Yes, for the reimbursement. Talk. Yeah, yeah, for the reimbur oh. the reim the reimbursement. We we go there and they're playing the board game like the board game version of Hearthstone. And I'm like, hello, uh panelists, we we, we have questions. They're playing their game and then like I'm like I'm sitting there waiting and then one one guy's like, Oh yeah, what do you need? And then they're like you know, I tell them it's like, Well, I gotta talk to the, the boss and the boss is like three chairs down and she's like oh, what I know the game, and I'm like, I ask, and then she's like, "Well, no, they have to be be here," and I'm like, "No, well, they're not going to be here. Like, can I get it?" It's like, "Well, we're not like liable if you just steal the money," and I'm like, "I'm not gonna. Ju I just like, 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 like. Okay, you, you're gonna give me the money. Like, I'm going to give it to them. Like, I'm. <laughs> it, it was just." They they were a hassle. Although the pro gamer move I pulled to get Kai's badge was almost as equally <laughs> as impressive. Yes. What was it? Okay, so this is this is what I did the pro, the pro gamer move how I game allegedly. Allegedly. It, 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 allegedly allegedly this is allegedly. This all rumor. We would and, never and we would never admit to doing anything that could be considered uh, incorrect or wrong. So. So, so if you've ever been to Yomacon, which I know you have, the lines are super long. I actually so I didn't not. want to. You've never been to Yomacon? No. You don't need to. You don't need to. I'm just saying that right now. You but really I, I don't thought, need to. There's nothing I worth somebody going somebody hosted Trekology at Yomacon. Um, <laughs> I actually found out about this myself recently. Apparently, somebody submitted the Shrekology panel to Yomacon and did not show up. So people just went up there, found our PowerPoint online, and winged it. I did yeah, not. I, think, I, I, think I was we, the one I think, to do that. I submitted I we, it show up. I think our friend Caleb told you that because he said he saw it there and you were like, I, I wasn't there. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. That makes me so happy, though. <laughs> You're popular. So, How's it feel? Passing the torch on to them. Yeah. That's wild they, that somebody would just go out there and steal your own stuff. Like, what? Yeah. No, it's, it's would somebody do that? It's an SCP that just self-populates the world. <laughs> it's an, it's, it's an SCP. If anybody, yeah, if wild. they did that and they're listening to this, they have my utmost, utmost approval. Though but I think also I'll you have to pay on this year, so we'll see. If you know going to one, it's just like, eh, the, know, the lines are evil, and we got yes. mugs. I will like, say, <laughs> as someone who's gone to Yomacon for four years now, I want to say, yeah, um, it's we LineCon is a real thing there, <laughs> you know, like okay. to put in perspective, right? Uh, my fr uh, we brought Nick to ColossalCon this year, and he was fucking oh, fuming over the size of the line. There were some big lines, Colossal Con, uh, specifically for Day Zero, and he was like. Yeah. Probably if he was just like at least like a few feet away from like the entrance of the actual. It was like a ten yeah. minute line, and he was fuming. <laughs> um, you know, uh, have you ever been to Disney World or Disneyland or any theme park for that matter? Yeah. Oh you man, know how they have like uh, point. you know the switchback queues. Yeah, yeah, that's what they do at Yomacon. So oh they hide how God. long the line is. They have several layers of that, and it's fucking amazing because even. So, like, I don't know the exact size and dimensions of the room, 
but the room's very it's fucking big. It's a big-ass room, it's a, and it's all it's lined. Same, it's the same room. Like, the, like, like, one quarter of that room is dedicated for admissions. The rest of it is Dealers and Artist Alley, just to put in perspective of how big this room is. Oh my god. Um, and it's a very far back wall, and they have a ton of switchbacks, and the line still somehow goes outside of the door and around the wall. That's crazy. Literally like a mile long line, it's, honestly. It, it's so uh, insane. Like and even it's if you long... register? Yes. That's for free reg, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. What's the one line? Um, or the one building? Is it the is it the 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 GM Rensen? Yeah, there's the Rensen and the and uh, we call it Kobo or TCF, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Didn't his name Kobo. change again? The, yeah, the, the, the the Rensen, the, the the like where the the hotel is, the skyscraper. Yeah, that's the Rensen. Yeah, is my least favorite building <laughs> of all time in general yeah. of all time. That's fair. Um, and I, if you do go this year, I'm sure you will come to agree because it is evil. It's an evil building is um, that is designed to torture you. Okay. It's just a, it's just a kind it's of a all chaotic escalators, mess. right? So it's elevators. It's five oh. floors. It's five floors, and there's escalators to every floor. But the escalators all go to different floors. So there's like an escalator from floor one to floor two, and there's an escalator from floor one to floor three. And then from there, there's an escalator that goes from three to two and two to four. I'm imagining the like, moving stairs from Harry Potter. It's yeah, crazy. It's, it's insane. It's so con- convoluted for no reason. There's so, no way to just like get on an escalator and get to the top of the building. You have to walk around the building multiple times because it's a circle. Shit. Yeah. yeah, they, they, they also say... don't open the fire escape until the lines of the elevators <laughs> get really bad. But I, yeah. I do want to circle back around to the story I was going to tell about how I gamed the Yo- Yomacon lines. But I just want to yeah, say, wh- what happened on the streets as- aside and the lines, I've always had a good time at Yomacon. It's it's always an adventure. There's It's always shenanigans, it's always an adventure. And I, I've enjoyed the guests and the panels that I've, I've had there, despite the, the, the crazy staff. Um, you you can have some shit in Detroit, uh, despite what the meme says. But so I, I I wait a bit for the line to die down until like it's barely anything, and I go to, I go in there, um, to like walk to get Kai's badge, and allegedly. Caleb, allegedly Caleb walks by me and he goes, Sergio, hide your badge, and I'm like, oh, good call. So so I hide it, and then I go <laughs> I go up to them. And I present them with Kai's ticket because he forwarded it to me. They didn't ask who, who who's like whose name was on it. Um, and and I scan it and I get the um, the badge and I put it around my neck. And then I'm like, wait a second. If they didn't ask who I was, then I can get Kai's vax sticker because Kai wants to see guests with us. So I go, I, I I walk over to that vaccination line and I'm like. Here's my card, and then I got Kai a vaccination sticker as well, the complete package. Allegedly. 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 We would never commit crime or do anything bad or wrong. Oh yeah, Yomacon is a it's a it's an experience. I will say though, from personal personal experience, I think everyone that's gone to Yomacon can vouch for this. The people and audience of Yomacon for those panels are absolutely stellar. Yeah. Yes, they are. I miss Tallmite. Are... Dude, I miss Tallmite too. Yeah, they're um 
like every time I go to a convention, I'm always like, man, I really hope it's the same energy as Yomacon people because they have a very specific energy that's very nice to have. They're chaotic as fuck. It's they awesome. are, but like they laugh at all my jokes, so therefore they are based and awesome. So I, I I'm a big fan. Wait, was that last yeah, year? But like a lot of the uh, the unfortunate thing is a lot of the panels that were there last year just yeah, that is the year I submitted didn't it. end up showing. Like uh, there was that Shrekology apparently. Uh, there was fanfic Mad Libs, but I didn't show up. Might have been. Um, no, I don't think so. I think it was it 2019. Was not last year, no, you know. Uh, yeah. Interesting. So that was you. You did submit it one year. Ah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we kind of sort of, uh, oh, you're done. So, yeah, I, I think we all just started yeah. agreeing that, like, their energy is very specific. A lot of the panels yeah. that, like, were. Uh, there just didn't end up showing, and it was the same for Ohio Con. Like a, a little bit later into you know, Ohio Con, that well, earlier this year, there's a few panels that overlap. Like the there was, uh, I believe, it was a meme about like memes and the internet and the trash fire, or whatever that didn't show up or something. I think it's just, I think it's yeah. I think it's a post-COVID thing. Like it I think might be people are just like more hesitant to actually go to conventions because of the, the, the aspect of possibly catching COVID, which is totally valid. Yeah, good. I, I, I like having not a lot of people crowding in a single place. Like, I, I'm pretty sure my plans for if I, you know, when I go to YomaCon this year is to specifically hope and pray that my panels all land on one day, <laughs> all land in the same exact I mean, area, which is hopefully the GM um, Rensen, because that's you guys, when you submit panels, is. do you submit I just, them first? I uh, get my panel time, badge or do you just go to like me so I can time. just go right there and chill out and eat Burger King or something. I don't know. Oh, that's fair. Usually not. We, we, no, it's we like to have the uh, open. If, if I know about, like, what time we're going, like, if I know I'm not going to get there in the morning, I'll be, like, please, if, like, if you're going to give me a panel on Friday, um, uh, do it later. Which, funnily enough, my, my first panel at DokidoCon is an hour after I have to check into yes. the hotel. So I need to get into the hotel, switch into Possibly my scientist cosplay, and go talk about Something Pokemon taxonomy. Is it a scientist cosplay if you are a scientist? I'm cosplaying a different type of scientist. <laughs> um, and that, and then two hours later, yeah. do fanfic. Um, I, I, I think, I, I want to say maybe for this Colossal Con, we said don't give us like the really late, late night time slots, but usually I just do like whenever. How many yeah. panels do you guys do? Our friend Nick uh, discovered to his detriment how many hours a day we put in at cons. Because we show up at like, nine and leave at like three like a.m we just we just um so so how we submit it is what we usually do is we submit nine nine panels in total and then we just whatever we get is what we do we submit three group panels because there's usually only three of us that go to cons um some sometimes there's more sometimes there's less it depends on the con but um we submit three group panels each under one of our names so we all at minimum get the reimbursement of those panels if they get accepted 
And then we get two panels of our individual choices. So like Sergio does one. Sergio did Kaiju Biology and his Common Rider panel at Colossal Con this year. Those were his two. Michael did uh, his abridging panel and was there any other panel you did? Am I am I blanking? Uh, I believe so. I submitted abridging and abridged history. I'm pretty sure I submitted another one that just didn't get accepted. Okay. Yeah. Put on the wait list because and that's usually what ends up happening. One of mine was accepted, but we didn't get one of our group panels accepted. So I swapped mine out for our group panel because I figured that would be better for everybody. Yeah, so that's usually how we do it. I pretty and it was all it was also under your name too, so it worked yeah. out. Yeah, which which was our detriment yeah, for uh for Colossal Con Texas because we submitted like ten panels, and because it was a first year con, they just accepted all of them, and so we were like, oh Jesus. So we literally yeah, they, had like five to six panels a day every day. Yeah, this is uh, general advice. If you're submitting panels to a con, if that panel, if, like, if that con doesn't have a limit, submit what you are comfortable with doing. Don't submit 20 panels just being like, oh, just in case they don't like get these because they might just... Dude, accept them all. Accept all of them. <laughs> because we yeah. were like, we were like scrambling, like every two hours to go to a panel that we had to run. Of course, and then go to. Well, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it, but it was like we had we had panels we wanted to see, panels we had to do, and also there's like the late night swim. And oh yeah, we had to go <laughs> eat food. I can't do drunk panels anymore. I get and, too uh, aggressive. We also got a little bit drunk, except for Sergio. He's our, he's our resident. Sober guy. Sergio would be our um, designated driver if he could drive. He's just our designated. And, uh... <laughs> hey, that's funny. I, uh, I know Yomakon has a, a limit of four, because I submitted five uh, last year, and I was like, hey, uh, there's... I got overlap, and I got these two panels at the exact same time. Um, I noticed that they're, you know... Uh, you know, we tried to find a way to like include them because I didn't want to cancel them. Uh, yeah, I was, I was like, I literally told him, I was like, hey, you know, if we, if there's no spot available, I'm fine with you know canceling one of them. <laughs> but you know, we're we're gonna figure it out. Or and they and she was like, and they're basically just like, yeah, well, I mean, if you can find a slot that it would be available, then by all means, go ahead and stuff like that. And. I don't know, man. I, I find it surprising that like Colossal Con in its ultimate power is able to balance our seven panels and even eleven for Texas yeah. to make it so we could all be able to do these panels and mm-hmm. you know go see each other's panels. And Yomacon's like, oh, dude, I'm oh, sorry, really? I can't just I can't do this one hour panel in this one hour slot, man. Even though you know it's in the notes here, I'm I'm saying this on the record. I don't really care. It's not like we're gonna get. They don't do guest panels. Yeah, that's anyways. honestly kind of. And I'm pretty fucked, sure this will probably end up being my last gosh, year for Yomakon. Yeah, Yomakon is really specifically like, like don't show we have musical guests kind of and voice actors. That what yeah. panelists do. are just it's people that come in and give us free content. You know? it, it lets them treat us like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, um, our friend Nick, who went to Colossal Con with us this year, there was one day where he yeah. just like hibernated for like twelve hours at the at the uh, Airbnb because like it was just like three straight days, like um, like Wednesday, we we you know it was day zero, so we woke up at the crack, ass crack of dawn, and left 
Ass crack of dog. We woke up at fucking eight in the morning. Yeah, that's early for me. Yeah, as it goes. And then yeah, then we left and we we got our badges. We stayed out all day and then we went to bed at like two or three. And then the next day was like the first actual day. So we woke up at the ass crack of dawn and we stayed out all day. And then we went to bed at like two or three. <laughs> and the Thursday we did the same thing. You know, like like a bunch of it just. Like minimum sleep, maximum doing shit, and then the one yeah, day I think it was I mean, Saturday, hey, that's might have been Friday. Conventions, Nick just like wouldn't There's wake so up. So much shit going on. You so we just like left him. What you need? And then at like two p.m., he was like, "I'm awake. We can you, can you guys pick me up?" <laughs> we were like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah, we, we we told him we were like, "If there's if you ever want to yeah, just stay back and like extra sleep, just let us know." He's like, "No, I'll be good." He's like, I can manage no sleep. I do it all the time. But, like, you know, it's different than, like, you know, staying at home playing video games and then going to bed. Yeah, it's Sleeping exhausting. for, like, four hours and then waking up and, like, just, like, chilling at home. Then it is, like, doing, like, 16-hour days, 18-hour days, and then sleeping for, like, four hours and then waking up and then doing it again. Mm-hmm. I, I think... So, uh... I was just I I I I, I kind of lucked out going into, um, what do you call it? Uh, this con, colossal con, uh, because uh, since I've I graduated, uh, my work has been giving me like no shifts, so I've just been at home. I've been staying up like a lot later, so having that kind of like nocturnal sleep schedule kind of helped for the con because it would hit mm-hmm. midnight and I wouldn't be tired. Because usually when I go to cons, I usually can't stay up like past like one or two. For the late night panels, because I'm just tired. But this this condo is a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It it probably helps if you know we're able to stay at the hotel, because then we don't have to like hurry our ass up and take a drive yeah. down to go get a parking spot and such. Or it's yeah. like uh, yeah, that was something that was nice about Texas. Uh-huh, was yeah. We were able to stay there. Like even at YomaCon, we had to do the, the fucking like mile long walk basically to. The go, like, do stuff, right? There, there's just a lot of stuff to do at these conventions, and like, uh, it, hey, it, it gets exhausting. Everyone can be equally I, hot under those lighting conditions. I village? assure you. No. Oh, the villas. No, we're. No, I'm we too were. nerdy. I'm too skinny. I'm not hot enough. <laughs> That's true. I, saw, I, like I, got a, I got a Facebook recommendation for a Facebook group called Colossicon Texas 21 plus. Oh yeah, same. And I was like, I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to be a part of this. <laughs> it's a, it's basically a ship host group. I, I'm already part of uh, the Colossicon yeah. Prime uh, 21 plus. They're very much a ship host group. Before we wrap things up, I just I have one more question to Sean. It's 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 related to physics. Um, what, what, what thing does, so what thing in fiction do writers and whoever get wrong about physics that just irks you the most? Like for me in biology, it's just anything can make a hybrid. There's so much bullshit in like fiction that portrays somebody as a physicist and then just says, yeah, they study time travel bothers me every time because it is it is literally impossible (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
I think, well, they don't travel in Fire Force necessarily, well, I mean, what is, what but I believe the little brother show she stops time by freezing the expansion of the universe. That's bullshit. Yeah, absolute horseshit. Or yeah, yeah, you said that at the panel. Freezing the expansion just, of the universe would do fucking nothing. Yo, <laughs> I just crazy. I want you to know that you're uh you t- saying the ending of Fire Force was me hearing the ending of Fire Force for the first time, and I dropped it like three years ago. So <laughs> you saying that just like oh man, I was like that. That's insane. The reason I, without giving away the spoilers, uh, the reason yeah. that I dropped it because I was like, this is too much like Soul Eater. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it just it just feels like Soul Eater, but less interesting. And then you told me you said the ending. Um, Honestly, third season you don't know Fire anything Force about it relates to Soul Eater in some way I that I won't elaborate like on. Stride yet. Uh, in case you want to watch it for yourself, <laughs> um, I was like, oh, I guess my yeah, argument is invalid now. Yeah, they, you know, <laughs> I, I I just yo. Yeah, I, no, I I was like reading same, it like weekly for a while. It's like, yeah. it's like the same thing with like Boruto Yo, you know and Naruto. Like, what the fuck? Name too is same-y. fucking metal. League. How did that happen? Bull. No, I hate Boruto because fucking Naruto was an outcast and everyone hated him, and Boruto's like the fucking Giga Chad that everybody's friends with. Boruto is fucking dumb. Boruto oh, yeah. is so fucking dumb. Any clip, anything believe- I've ever seen of it is so completely <laughs> stupid. I remember when the fucking ending of Naruto no, came no, out and everyone was like, the leaks are saying that Sasuke named his daughter one. Salad, and I was like, there's no way it's that's true. And then it was. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I- oh. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad that we got to sit down Janko? and talk about anime and conventions and a little bit about physics with uh, with you. Also, just insane stuff. Oh yes. yeah, like gel as usual. Wait, wait, we wait, 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 wait. Um, the show about oh. special <laughs> ranch. So, Janko, <laughs> we forgot. He, that's when we you want, shit I want a bag and you let it ferment, and then you puff the air. what they do in prison. Listen to that, Mr. Lab. <laughs> that sounds ungodly. Like a bag or like a jar. That sounds exactly like something Nick would it. do as a joke. <laughs> he would. He fucking would. <laughs> that was just Project Steven in middle school. Oh, yeah. I mean, no one wants to fight Steven, a guy I with water balloons that. filled God, with his own yeah, shit. Nick, um, oh, Nick would bring a pre-fermented bag of his own shit. To I have my shit inside of me. Thank you very much. As a weapon. Do you want to fight me? Who <laughs> 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 wants to fight a guy with his own shit? Not really. Yeah. I mean, hey, forearms are better for fighting. Yeah. If, we like stack, if we stack Kai and Sergio on top of each other, I think we could have a chance. 
I mean, if we, if we just stack anyone on top of Sergio, we would probably get there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, no, thanks for having me on, guys. This was a good time. This is true. Sergio can bite your ankles, and I can uh, bite your neck. Or um, something, I don't know. I'll take, we'll take you down. Weeaboo Welch on Twitter. I post physics things, and that's it. Well, and... Shit is there anything you want but, to plug you know, or, or shout out or anything? I try to differentiate between them. Anything that you do or that... Hey, that's fair, man. Honestly. Uh-huh. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me happy, though. I don't. <laughs> what, is, what is physics if not a shit post? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder I aced physics in high school. There's I a. Uh, also. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Yeah, if, if you do ever want to come back on to read like a like fan fiction or, or something, uh, you are you are free to. Or tell us about that uh, that cryptid that you found. Not really. Anyways, thank you for. The panic in Michael's voice to that question was really. Love you. No, no, I don't think I ever have. I Carly slash Victoria's fan. Cut the episode. Wait, wait, where is he going with this? Where are you going with this, Sean? Is this just an open question, or are you leading us to somewhere else? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, now that you put it like that, there was—I mean, there was this one like Pokemon one, you know, despite, back in back in the day. Despite and, his, uh, so, despite us primarily being a, a fan fiction I podcast and uncomfortable and, and smut, I don't think we've ever talked to anybody who's actually gotten off to any smut fix. No, man, I hate to break it to you, sir, to Jake, but uh, you're talking to one right now. Damn, yikes! There is one. Yeah, so, anyways, Colin, tell us about this. Uh, tell us about this fanfic that you jelked to. <laughs> okay, end the episode. We're, we're ending it there. No, no, Matt wanted to there's, say something. We're not ending it. I can end the episode on. Uh, the the first major romantic fan fiction I ever read was not not an M rated one. Don't we're not going there, but this has stuck out in my memory because I first read it when I was like a ten year old child. Oh, and it was a oh, Soul Eater ex Maka Albarn fan fiction, and the very first chapter features Soul going out to buy ice cream and tampons for Maka, and he comes back. Based. And she's in the bathroom, and there's blood everywhere. And this person <laughs> details the hospital procedure for removing an ovarian cyst from Maka because she had an ovarian answer. cyst in the fan. What? I think we're good. All right, let's end the episode now. I don't want to learn more about this. That's crazy. Thank, thank you, right. uh, Sergio. Press the button. Sergio, hit the button, I guess. Hit, hit the button. We love you.